Yeah. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. You know it is me. Well, we're starting off a beautiful Sunday night. And let's just check out how's it going for... Hmm, is it updated? Well, Ottawa's been doing pretty good these days. It's not been just starting off pretty bad. If I look out my window, there's a bit of snow. Still not dark that much. Still 4.30. Um, uh, what I could talk about is also Mission Serves Up Hope at Animal Christmas Dinner. Wow. In addition to all the food in Ottawa's Mission's Annual Christmas dinner on Sunday, there was an abundance of hope and a sense of community. I don't have a place to go for Christmas Day. It's so it's important, said Patricia McLean, who has been homeless for four years. You're hungry? There's a hot meal, but also you celebrate Christmas. It's a little bit of festivity. For you at a time when you're really sad. The mission expected to serve between 2,000 to 3,000 meals to those who are homeless or wanted to enjoy a meal with others. It's a feast, a great holiday feast, but it's a sense of belonging, a sense of family, said Peter Tilly, the mission's chief executive officer so many people who come back here have been placed into housing we don't see them often but they do come back for holiday meals because this is a family in addition to 2500 libras of turkey the menu included 330 pans of stuffing 2,500 individual tortier pies, 500 libras mashed potatoes, 250 libras of glazed fresh carrots, 250 libras of green peas, 3,000 cupcakes, 230 dozen rolls, 50 gallon of gravy, 100 vegetarian stuffed peppers. It's a lot of work, but we have a lot of great volunteers that help us out every year. It's an executive of Rick, Chef Wick, Rick Watson. There are other art organizations serving up free festive meals this week, including Operation Big Turkey. CTV News, Ottawa. They're actually doing something nice to homeless uh, people. So, I don't know if homeless people are listening to this, but they got pretty lucky. They're, they're really, really being really kind to, to um, these people. Because they barely get to really have some fun. Like, if you're, like, just saying, oh... It's Christmas. Yay. Well, here is some coincidence. Well, I really 
probably a coincidence, but I just want to understand why is it saying this. One, two, three, four, five, six is the worst password of the year again. For the first time in almost a decade of Splash Data's annual accounting of the opposite of creativity when protecting your identity, bank account, or social media profile, password was bumped off the top two spots on the worst passwords of the year list. What? Though he may have other stresses in his life at the time, the U.S. president may be pleased or displeased to know that Donald found his way up the top 25 most dangerous and commonly leaked passwords by hackers. Game of Thrones fans, however, may have had something to do with a dragon making its first appearance on the list. Splash Data's CEO, Morgan Slain, advised saying away from politicians, celebrities, and sports stars when choosing a password. Invoking the name of the president or any other celebrity as your password is a dangerous decision, one that hackers will exploit and put you at substantial risk of having your identity stolen, he said. Topping the list as it did last year is the all-too-common choice of the predictable of 1-2-3-4-5-6. Many computer programs and apps now prevent users from choosing simple and easily guessable words and alphanumeric password patterns. But older applications and some websites still allow people to create weak passwords. Splash Data annually analyzes millions of leaked passwords to determine the ones most used over the year. In addition to the usual suspects, Princex, I Love You, Welcome, and Admin appear on the list each year. That is CTV News, Montreal. Who would put their password as 123456? Who would put their password as Princess? Who would put their password as I Love You? Who would put their, like, uh, what else am I going to say? Oh my gosh. This is just getting worse at the spot of how funny people are making these stuff. And how I just find it unpredictable. Just unpredictable. Well, it is Montreal. You never know for Montreal how they're going to tell you about these things. Well, I do. Technically, I could say what we could talk about. Nothing is going to be different. I don't know if they're saying the same thing in CTV Ottawa. But that was CTV Montreal. For the NHL games, today, the Ducks and the Rangers played, and the Rangers bet them 5-1. Coyotes and the Red Wings play at 7, and the Flames and the Stars also play at 7. Well, Tim Jr., you're going to ask me, Tim Jr., what about tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, Hurricanes play the Maple Leafs.
Um, the Flames play the Wild tomorrow, so at 5 p.m. Capitals play the Bruins at 7. Blue Jackets play the Islanders at 7. Panthers and the Lightnings play at 7. Rangers and the Flyers play at 7. Sabres and the Senators play at 7.30. Canadians and the Jets play at 8. Coyotes and the Predators play at 8. Devils and the Blackhawks play at 8.30. Blues and the Kings play at 10. Avalanche and the Golden Knights play at 10. And the Oilers and the Canucks play at 10. Well, if we check on the table, the table is just the same thing. Bruins are in first. Ooh! Wow! The Maple Leafs are in seconds for the Atlantic Division right now. They used to be in third, but they beat the Panthers. They have 42 points, and the Panthers have 41. Senators still have 34 points and still in second last place. But if only they get, no, wait a second, let's see. If only they get 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. If they just need to get five more wins or points to beat the Lightnings off that scoreboard. Now, I don't even know which top will actually be making it and which top will not. I think... The second, so there's, I think, supposed to be from the Atlantic Division, two people that will not be going. Two people from the Metropolitan. That's how it works. Gabriel's still in first. Nothing changed from the Metropolitan Division. And really, I can't really say anything else, but... Well... I could say the weather. Now it's, it's quite a good time to talk about the weather because, well, you know, it's getting colder. Last uh, last Friday was pretty, pretty cold, really cold. Right now it's three degrees out there. Later on in about um, uh, three hours it'll become zero degrees. Monday when you wake up, unless you kids, you wake up at around 10, it'll be about 3 degrees as well. Adults, if you have um, um, work in the morning, you probably would wake up at 7 on Monday. There would be minus 1. Christmas Eve will be minus 3, followed by Christmas will be minus 2 with cloudy. Thursday, minus 2. Friday, 1 degrees and snow showers. Saturday, 1 degrees and cloudy. Sunday, snow showers, minus 1. Monday, minus, uh, minus 5, partly cloudy. Tuesday, minus 4, partly cloudy. And Monday, those next Mondays and Tuesdays and Sundays and Saturdays, there will not be any episodes. Why? Because it would be the end of season one. Now we're going to put a bonus episode for season one. It's going to go as season one. Um, it's going to say season one, episode... So right now this is episode nine. And then ten would be on Monday, Tuesday, eleven, Wednesday, twelve. 
13 Thursday, 14 Friday. So I think when will be January 1st? Let me search it up on my calendar. So January 1st. Um, is going to be the Wednesday. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, I'll be uh, recording for episode 15 and 16, bonus. So that's how it's really going to work. And really, it's going to be a beautiful time. Um, because season one was pretty short. I wanted it to be short because normally seasons will pass, pass every month. But instead it took two months. No, took about a month. Yeah. It took from the beginning of December. I've been starting season one and actually this entire episodes. Well, I hope you like listening to my episodes and please do follow up for those bonus episodes at on Tuesday and Wednesday. Ta-ta! And you're listening to Anchor.